views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. Right, here we go, folks. The power hours arrived. Hello, Diane. I can't read the whole thing. Folks, good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. The Power Hour. The John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by K's. Remember, with us, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. Stop by K's. We're waiting for you. Well, folks, um, just by sheer coincidence, you have the tragedy that happened out in Los Angeles. Uh, terrible. Boy, that hit yesterday, and it was just uh, really incredible. I don't remember the last... I was trying to think. I mean, the last time there was a death the way Kobe Bryant hit. We haven't had anything like that, certainly since social media. The last time there was a death like that, I think you'd have to go back to Princess Diana, JFK Jr., certainly. But even then, it was... You'd go to cable news, you'd go wherever... But it was just a rocket ship. There were a lot of mistakes yesterday also with the media. That Matt Gutman, ABC News was reporting all his daughters were killed. That was completely false. Um, <clears throat> I was following. There's a reporter for the Washington Post that I follow. And she was um, posting the whole thing of what happened with him in Colorado. But then she, she was posting emails from people that were threatening her or sending her a vicious email. She got suspended from that. And then there was the Daily Beast and the people posting the stuff about what happened with him in Colorado. So, but, uh, but just by someone who is a Laker fan, and he happens to be out there, and you hear him in the morning on WNRI, and he's very kind uh, since he is on vacation out there. But he was at the Staples Center yesterday, and we want to say good afternoon to our friend Jeff Gamach. Good afternoon, Jeff. Good morning, John. Well, good afternoon. Uh, I think you, you hit it on the head with uh, Lady Diana. Uh, having even been up north when uh, Kennedy Jr. was killed, uh, it, it doesn't have the same feel as what's experiencing out here in California. I think uh, Lady Diana, as far as the uh, the attention, uh, the awareness, and the impact, uh, I think you, you hit it right on the head there. Well, we haven't, you know, I was going through, I mean, we haven't had anyone in football that died suddenly we haven't had anyone i'm not saying in the past you haven't had anyone but you know thurman munson yeah. i remember hearing that roberto Clemente, but yeah. someone like that and he's really also kobe bryant people again we're on the east coast i mean he owned la for 20 years the oh, five yeah. championships I'm, i mean I'm, he, he yeah. was the not even man. Tom brady owns new england like kobe owns la well i i think it could kind of be similar i mean i think you could put like that level I mean, that's the way people no. have to think if, if, well, you say no, but I mean, we can disagree. But I would say no. if what the, the I'll, attitude. I'll tell you why. All right. I don't want to argue about that. I want to hear your no, no. experience. The, past the, week, but what, the experience you, you out think, here wasn't the loss of an athlete, wasn't the loss of a champion. It was a guy who picked up the inner city of Los Angeles, put it on his back and carried it for 20 years. Gave inner city kids hope that there's another life that can be had. That aspect and the impact of the humanity of Los Angeles is not something I experienced growing up in New England with, with Tom Brady or even going back, you know, Reggie Lewis dropping on the court. Uh, the, the humanitarian aspect was just a, a, a stunning thing to witness. When you were out there, uh, when I was out there yesterday at the Staples Center, you weren't hearing about the shot. You weren't hearing about the, uh, the Pacer series with, when Shaq went down. You were hearing about what he did to the people and uh that that aspect is very rare well again uh, i want to hear tell us again folks we're on with jeff Koch. he's out in los angeles jeff we we were communicating yesterday w- what was it like when you descended made your way to the staples center was being covered on the news it, it's immediately well, like first, i don't know what center. you're talking about why you wanted me on with Col- talk about kobe was a finalist somebody wants me to talk about kobe I thought we were talking about LeBron passing him for third on the all-time list the night before. 
Oh, when I, I text you to said, yeah, let's let's talk about Kobe. Okay. I had no idea what you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the stats, and, and then I looked up, and then it started to hit out here. I stepped out. I'm dead center in the middle of the, uh, the uh, San Bernardino Valley. You can see the mountain ridges completely 360 around me. Couldn't see a darn one yesterday. Very foggy and thick out here. When I stepped out the front door, people were coming out of their homes to talk to the neighbors about what was happening. It was like... One of those movies when you walk out in that new dawn and everybody's stepping out, looking out their door. That's what it was like right here in the communities. I was walking up the street. People were coming out of their homes uh, in disbelief. And that was just Kobe. Within 30 minutes, we went from devastated to shattered when the news of his daughter was on the, on the chopper. And uh, you could just see the you'd feel everybody sink even lower at that point in time. I uh, had to shoot to L.A., and the interesting thing there is the Grammy Awards going on the same night. So what a clash of people. You have the Staples Center with the Grammy Awards set up, not wanting Laker fans around, and certainly you could tell they were set up to keep people away. The Laker Nation didn't care about the Grammys. Right. And just so <laughs> so to you're put in their it, house. Just to put it in context, the... When Magic Johnson announced he had to step away because he, he was HIV positive, that, that was a huge blow to the city of Los Angeles, the fans. But he, he didn't have the 20-year run that, that Kobe Bryant did. You know, people were mentioning yesterday on social media, Len Bias. Len Bias never, it was terrible, but he never played for the Celtics. Reggie Lewis was, never played, was a known, game. never played a game. Reggie Lewis was known, but this this is like another level. You're talking someone that arrived there when he was 18, right out of high school, 20 years. And he was back kind of in the fold because of LeBron. And then just, it was just on social media about him and the daughter. But Jeff, from what I understand, and this is just something that you don't see, I mean, the, the way it was described is there were grown men crying outside the Staples Center. Did you witness some of that? I was one of them. Uh, and, and, and not only crying at the Staples Center, crying, uh, getting there. I mean, uh, you're, I'm passing people. Talk about unification. Whites, uh, a lot of Hispanic Mexicans out here, African Americans, Asians, people that you would probably cross the street to avoid. And, and we're hugging, hugging each other. It was one of the most peaceful moments I've ever experienced in my life of, of, of mankind embracing one another, not even knowing one another. Um, and, and the elite of Hollywood. Now, I'm not the most hippest cat when it comes to that. So they're walking around. I wouldn't know a celebrity if they slapped me. But people in tuxedos and gowns and fur coats stepping aside to let people like me and Dina through to get what we consider the Laker Shrine where all our statues are. Uh, understanding that this is bigger than Hollywood, Hollywood's elite, uh, and they're giving sympathies to fans as we're passing, as they, they literally step aside to let you go. It was also, uh, um, you know what else, Jeff, is just, he had entered a phase, and again, folks, good afternoon, it's John Peach. We're speaking with WNRI's Jeff Gamacho, who's actually in Los Angeles and uh, in, in describing what it was like yesterday at the Staples Center, the terrible news that came down out of nowhere, this helicopter accident took the life of Kobe Bryant, the other individuals on it, and then also his daughter, is he, he was evolving into, I mean, the new thing with him, his new way he was being identified, what I think is makes it even so powerful is he was no longer the championship athlete dunking, drilling a three, winning a champion. Suddenly, he's coaching his daughter's basketball team. They're sitting courtside. They were on their way to a game. My God, like, talk about relatable. I, I, I started thinking, you know, I've coached my kids and, you know, especially my daughter, Kate, who was a good player and, and coaching her with that. He just reached a new level of Kobe, the parent, the father, as opposed to just this unrelatable, incredible, dominating world athlete. And I think that also just adds a whole nother dimension to the story. Yeah, a philanthropist, uh, his, uh, his, his charity work. And he didn't just put kid camps out there. He was there working with kids. And, of course, this story here and now uh, this morning, you know, more details on the other folks in the, in the, uh, in the helicopter tragedy are, are coming out. And you're seeing the other family there. And that's who he was. He, 
uh, he, he would take his daughter with him, uh, by gosh, any, anywhere he possibly could. And that's what, that's the role he was in now. Dad and his poor family who, who had Kobe as a father, but when you're playing in the NBA, you're pretty much a part-time dad, and now they right. had him full-time. And, yeah. And, and uh, poor Vanessa is, is his wife, uh, uh, the the big thing uh, we're talking about when we're amongst Laker fans really is, is uh, everybody, every heart of Laker Nation is trying to hold up Vanessa, his wife. Even uh, even though we've never met her, just emotionally, I can't tell you the love and in, 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 uh, that is coming from the fans here for the wife. That's the number one thing. The first thing people are mentioning when we speak to each other is is uh, the unfathomable thing that. Vanessa is dealing with. And Jeff, he's Ed got a young... He's, they have a right. child who was just born last June. They just had one about a year ago. Yeah, yeah the no, last baby. June. So less than a year old. Um, Jeff, yeah. as someone that you followed, Kobe, is such a Laker fan, how would you begin to explain to this little one-year-old child as she's older what her father meant to the fans in the community? I think, uh, I think again, you got to draw back to some of the uh, political figures that have that have built things. You know, you, you threw a Kennedy out there, Lady Diana. Uh, it transcends the sports. It wasn't about uh, the points. Uh, it wasn't about the uh, the tactics on the court. It was about the spirit and desire to win. That's what separated Kobe. Uh, that desire, the desire to achieve. And not let anything get in his way. That's what made Kobe who Kobe was, and that's who made him what he was in life. So many athletes retire; they go bankrupt, they get robbed, they they don't know what to do with themselves. So Kobe, for that twenty years, was preparing himself brilliantly for where he was at in his retirement. And uh, boy, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody do it better. All that wealth. Um, I mean, five hundred million. There's a couple. I mean, you know, Michael Jordan obviously has thrived in retirement, Jeter. But this really goes into. I was thinking of some big. You know, you had John Lennon when he was shot and killed and taken. That was just stunning, and everyone had just dominated the news. And then, like a Princess Diana, and, and Kurt Cobain took his own life. This is different. This was so, Jeff. You saw the heavy fog because I also I spoke to someone yesterday, a friend of mine who happens to live out there, and said, "Yeah, you know, this heavy fog here today. It's supposed to burn off uh, this afternoon, but apparently there was unusual yeah. fog." And Jeff, you're experiencing the worst part about being out there, whether you live there or visit there. The worst part is the traffic, and because of Kobe did an interview I put out on Twitter. He was on Jimmy Kimmel recently, and he said, "You know, the only thing Hollywood that I allow myself is he." He was known because when he lived out there, he would get around by helicopter. For the most part, it is safe. And my God, you you fly over the traffic. If you have access to a helicopter, then L.A. is a dream. I mean, he lived like you know out in uh, Anaheim, out in I think Orange County. So then he would just helicopter right over the traffic. And so it, it's such like a fluke thing that they had such dense fog. And then what normally, I'll bet he's ridden well over. You know, literally over 100 times in a helicopter and never had a problem and land quickly and safely and just kind of get used to it. And then suddenly you have something like yesterday, of which I know they're still trying to scramble to figure out what the hell happened. Well, and, and this was not a uh, a little chopper used for such things as, you know, news or police patrol. This was a military military grade chopper. Seats about a dozen people. It's a heavy duty piece of equipment. And I can right now easily look around from any point around here and see the mountain ranges. Yesterday morning, you could not. You had a cloud ceiling of about 300 feet. I mean, if you go up 300 feet, that's the base of the cloud system. That's not very high when you're talking about flying. Um, and you could not, you could not see uh, 20, 30 feet ahead, never mind hundreds of feet. Uh, you could not see a darn thing. It was so thick. But I'd say this tragedy took place around 10 o'clock. By 1230, it was burnt off out here. You know, it had cleared up. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, and Jeff, you know, this is you, unusual. Then you is... played a game of what ifs. You know, what oh, yeah. Well, you know, it couldn't have been delayed. And, of course, that serves no purpose today. No. And, again, it's one of those things. It's not. It's not something like he had never... 
It wasn't being chased like Diana by the paparazzi. It wasn't. It was just something went wrong well, mechanically, and that was from what we understand. I mean, I I was reading that helicopter that Kobe Bryant was in is is from what I believe. I think it's similar to Marine One, like that President Trump. You're talking about a marvel of a machine that normally maybe, but they, maybe there's a false confidence there that that it cannot. But but Jeff, take us back yesterday again, folks. Good afternoon. Jeff Gamach is in Los Angeles as we speak. He was at the Staples Center yesterday. I think there's also a sense of when John Lennon was shot and killed, there was there was an element of you know people were singing, crying, and singing. Yeah. Imagine and and when you have an athlete, I could hear people don't know what to do. They were kind of chanting his name, and they were kind of, you know, they, there's people don't know well, the what. The first to thing do. they were chanting was "Let us in." Oh, let us in. Uh, right. Because again, they had barriers set up to, to keep public away. Where yeah. the inside, and think of it like Gillette Stadium, uh, where the Patriots play, and they have you, you get to the area, and then you have all these shopping avenues you can right. go down. But the arena's in the center. Yep, it's a little similar to that. Yes. So they had that whole perimeter shut down. So the first chant was "Let us in." Uh, the city was telling fans not to come down. You would not be let in. You'd be turned away. They had about a mile radius of the stadium closed down completely. And uh, the, the the ground patrol was very wise uh, to uh, realize, you know, we got to let these people in. They're going to yeah. be a riot. And Jeff, how we're long how long were you there till last night? How long were you there till last uh, night? I spent a couple of hours there. Yeah. Uh, driving out last night was beautiful because the skyline of Los Angeles the, uh, you know, bigger than the Marquette building in Woonsocket, uh, we're, we're decorated in purple and gold. Oh, the lighting, it was the, the, the skyline was lit up in purple and gold like you haven't seen. Uh, it's just a, a beautiful tribute to him there as well. So we were there for several hours um, because he, we, we got in. Once we were in the the, the, the center hub, and I was like, well, we ain't leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, uh, it's hard to around. fathom because... Uh, MVP... You, you, Kobe, thank you, Kobe was the big was a yeah. very popular. You just thank you Kobe. think of but men are crying, chanting it. You just think Women of are crying, children are crying. Different cities. Um, Jeter had that hold over New York. Michael Jordan means that to Chicago. I would argue Tom Brady has that over New England. But but what people need to understand is LeBron just got there. There's been no dominant baseball player. Magic Johnson is thank God is still alive. Cream, uh, but. But Kobe is two years fresh off the court, started going to, you know, the Staples Center again to see LeBron and bringing his daughter. He was kind of, you know, it stepped back initially, but now coming back in. It's just he he was the, for the past 20 years, Kobe was the dominant person in Los Angeles. And as much as you have all these big celebrities, whoever it may be, of, of George Clooney or Brad Pitt or anything, nothing was bigger to them. Or Jack Nich- to sit no. courtside and then have Kobe come over and like say hello to them. He was the biggest star on the biggest stage in the world. Well, you can't drive a highway in California without seeing a Los Angeles Lakers somewhere on a billboard or a building or something. Uh, meanwhile, you drive through New York, there are other things. You get your Rangers, you get your Islanders. I mean, yeah, they got the LA Kings out here, but, you know, be real. They got the Clippers, but uh, let's be real. Anything this else stand out to you from yesterday, Jeff? Anything that somebody said or someone that, anything that, like, really, as you're standing there amongst all the people that are, it's a makeshift shrine and emotions, but did anything stand out to you that really kind of made you kind of, like, choke back a little bit? Uh, well, the MVP chance to thank you, Kobe's, you try to participate as they chant up, and, you, and for me, I couldn't. Um, when I first communicated with you, I said, well, I need a minute here. To, <laughs> I got to say, I need a minute for myself on this one. You, to, to, to stand there in that emotion and the, and, and the prayer uh, uh, and the flowers and, and chant MVP and not crackle in your throat and, and emote yourself, it's impossible to, to be part of something like that and not, not tear up. The, but the biggest thing that I walk away from that put it in perspective was seeing these high-end Hollywood elites of the Grammys understand this ain't about us and step aside and actually stop walking and let, excuse me, but lowly people like myself come through. Yeah. Go by to get to our, our sanctuary, if you will. Uh, and the police, 
giving you the stopping traffic so you can cross the street in <laughs> downtown L.A. And the police officers are, are emoting their condolences and some are crying with you. Wow. You know, it's just so, you know, we're going to uh, let them go, but folks, it's Jeff Camacho. He's out in Los Angeles. Jeff, you have someone from age 18 to 38, 20 years. Yeah. You were a dominant, unbelievable athlete in Los Angeles. Kobe Bryant, five championships. Los all Angeles up. lost a brother is what took place. Yeah. yeah, they lost a family member. They but lost a brother. Jerry West lost a son. You have four young children. Actually, one of his, his kids are a little bit older, but you have a brand new. I mean, he's a child under one years old. You have all, you're 41. You have, he's worth $500 million. You have wealth. You have fame. You have the rest of your life, and then in a moment, in just a fluke helicopter accident, it is, it is all taken away and it's all gone. I mean, it's just so terrible. Jeff, um, listen, be well. We're thinking of you, and uh, well, let's see well, how things play well, thanks out. For, uh, thanks for allowing a few moments to pay uh, respect and homage to not only a great athlete, but a good humanitarian of this country. Cities like Los Angeles needs heroes to pick them up. Uh, they're devastated losing one of their, their biggest ones. And uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Vanessa's hearts are with you. And Mamba out, as you'd say. <laughs> All right, folks. Jeff Gamach out there. I Thank you, Jeff. You know, so I was texting with him yesterday. And I said, um, you know, uh, can you call in tomorrow about Kobe? And then he said, I could suddenly just tell in our text exchange. And again, good afternoon, everybody. There's Anne-Marie. There's my friend. Jared, I could suddenly tell he, um, I, I just suddenly realized that he was unaware. And then I, when I put Kobe, then um, he, I think Jeff must have gone and then found out the coverage. But um, really overwhelming yesterday. And, and how irresponsible by the media. ABC News, terrible. I have some of it. I was obviously tweeting. Folks, again, phone lines are open. What time is it? 766-1380. I will give you the latest. There's major developments with Speaker Mattiello. I'm going to give you uh, in just a moment, including I, I just am disgusted by that editorial in the journal. And, and the, the, the childishness of the Providence Public Schools. So today, and I know, uh, you know, most people that you talk to, they, they don't live in Providence. They don't send their children to Providence schools. But you have all this talk. It's a national story in the Wall Street Journal that the Providence schools are ranked amongst the worst in the country. Just horrendous. And I don't mean the schools themselves. The performance of the students. Terrible. Atrocious. Lowest test scores. Uh, completely broken system. They have the education commissioner going to come in. They're going to do a state takeover. This morning, they're having an announcement for the new superintendent in Providence and the mayor of the city doesn't go to the, the announcement and says he wasn't invited. I mean, th this when does it end? When do the childish foolishness end? How does that happen? And, and, and if you're Ramundo or the education commissioner or whatever, listen, you need a united front. He is on Twitter and he's praising the guy and blah, blah, blah. But that, that's how disjointed can it be? noticeably absent from the superintendent of Providence announcement, Mayor Alorza. His office said he wasn't invited. How is that possible? And then he did tweet out, as a former teacher, principal, district leader, Harrison Peters shares our vision. Uh, but he did not go. He did not go to the announcement. How do you not attend that? What message does that send to the parents? When, when does it when does it ever become about the kids? Is it ever, it's, you know, is it ever about the kids? Is it ever really about them? Or is it all just, just positioning? What an absolute embarrassing embarrassment. And, and I don't know the answer on that. If it, if it is, in fact, a situation that he wasn't invited, that's moronic. If, if somebody, if, if he wasn't invited, he should have been invited. Even if he wasn't invited, he should have been the bigger person and, and shown up anyway. Hey, I'm the mayor of the city, and this guy's brand new. And I don't know what it's all about. Or his people should have called the governor's people. Like, what's this all about? How come we're not, are we speaking here? Maybe they didn't want him to speak. But my God, the childishness. It's just ridiculous. How? Pathetic and unprofessional. Now, I'll get to the Mattiello thing in a moment. Folks, something to watch now is this um, 
How about Bob Kraft was out at the Grammys yesterday? Robert Kraft. They didn't ask him about Brady. I'm going to disagree. See, oh, here it is. How about this is yesterday? Oh, how about MSNBC yesterday? My God. The kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to go to Bill. How do you make that kind of mistake? How do you make that kind of mistake? Hello there, Taryn. This is MSNBC yesterday. He played on. Yeah, it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. How do you say something like that on MSNBC? This was Kobe Bryant when he was on with Jimmy Kimmel. You still fly the helicopter. Are you flying it by yourself now? Dude, no. 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 you learn how to I fly I barely trust myself behind the wheels of a car, let alone I see. a helicopter. I see. Well, that's probably smart. But that's as Hollywood as I get, though. I, well, let's... I'm not coming to L.A. if I don't have the Mamba chop. I see. Okay. Oh, really? You will not come into town? I won't do it. I, five and me do not get along. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And you're, uh, like, do you take the kids to school in the helicopter, or are they, uh... Yeah, no. <laughs> now, see, that was his thing, and I don't blame him. Again, anyone, I was just out in Los Angeles less than a year ago. Anyone that's out there... The number one problem, the weather is great. It's beautiful. People are in shape. They're tan. I, I love Los Angeles. The biggest hassle is the traffic. The biggest hassle is the traffic. Now, how about um, ABC News yesterday? ABC News. Let me, uh, this was ABC News yesterday. This guy, Matt Gutman. All daughters, one of them a newborn, is simply devastating. So this is going to... How do you, how does that get on the air? How does that get on the air? Does anyone, have, I mean, is the media any responsibility? How does that get on the air? That was ABC News. They went live on the air in the middle of the Pro Bowl and announced they had all four daughters on board. And never mind, initially they were saying there were five passengers and there were more than that. I'm going to disagree with, with Kobe. I, I think this is actually the equivalent of how people would be reacting. What you have to understand is how the people are reacting out there. Picture if two years, you know, Tom Brady's actually was older than Kobe, right? Tom Brady's going to be 43, or is he 43? But 42, 43. I think Brady's going to be 43. But my point is, can you imagine Brady two years removed, retired? And then having a tragic crash like that. Kobe Bryant, worth $500 million, star of L.A., five NBA championships, beautiful young family. And I mean young. He does have an older daughter, but then he has, a, I think, a 13-year-old, the one that died in the crash. And then he has two younger daughters. They have a one-year-old. They have a child less than a one. Kobe Bryant and his wife had a child born in, in June of last year, less than a year old. Folks, gone in a second. So terrible. So terrible. So, in, in Twitter, it was, and TMZ broke it, and TMZ was like almost shutting down yesterday. Now, the latest on Mattiello, something to watch this week, is the cannabis legislation. There's supposed to be cannabis legislation introduced tomorrow, two bills at the Rhode Island State House. I'm hearing that that could be in jeopardy, and that could be in jeopardy with... The Senate, labor, I mean, the amount of people at this point that hate Mattiello and want him out of there, it's, uh, it's mind-blowing. Uh, that is true. Chris, that is true, but it, um, all that is all true. Uh, that's right. Mayor Lorza didn't show up. Chris Swanson, that's, that's, no, people didn't forget that. People didn't forget that. That is something that, that happened. But it doesn't mean that, that so, and, and I, I recognize, so he's posting... Um, um, Ari Sharif, let me pull that up. All right, so people want to pull up the the um, what happened with him in Colorado. Uh, that is being reported. It is being reported. But does does that so? What what does that mean? That his life doesn't matter? Is that what we're supposed to be thinking? Is that they Kobe Bryant? I don't understand that type of logic. Um. I don't even, also don't know. Oh, here it is. Uh, let's see. Is he a... 
Gary Sharif. I don't know who this... Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. He had an Instagram. Um, and he was celebrating the death. You know, I don't know who this guy is. Apparently, he's a comedian. There's always idiots like that. My point is, listen, in something like that, uh, so, so does that mean... You know, and I, I hate arguing with certain comments on stuff like that. But so, so he's he's killed in a helicopter crash, and therefore it shouldn't be announced because of what happened in Colorado. Is that like? Are you kidding me? So I, I, it just it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And I know um, the reporter from the Washington Post, some of these other people, they're so quick to put it out there. Listen, it's going to be part of who he is. It's always going to live with him, with that. But it doesn't. So does that? totally defined everything is so he wasn't nba champion he wasn't five-time championship and mvp and all this other stuff of the nba finals that that's it everything else is no coming back from that i i don't believe that folks this portion of the john DePetro show is brought to you by jkl engineering call jkl today at 401-351-7600 i may end the facebook live i get so annoyed with some of these comments I mean, I, I people enjoy it, and I like how people can interact, but I start to weigh, like, is it really worth some of these annoyances that I have to... And I know I shouldn't even look at it. Maybe I should turn the, the phone back, the camera around so I don't even have to look at it. It's just foolishness. Uh, but J.K.L. Engineering, hey, listen, there's plenty of time left with the heating season. Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401 401- 351-7600. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Remember, you can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. 401-351-7600. All right, coming up. I'm going to be the latest. Speaker Mattiello, without question, is in trouble. We're going to tell you about it next. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Well, folks, remember now, if you have a business in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, don't forget about MEGA Logistics. Call MEGA Logistics today at 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. MEGA Logistics. What can they help you with if you have freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing? You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Uh, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. Call MEGA Logistics today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. I'm on the road and my ride is going strong. At Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed. And it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. My Paul Massey, my Paul Massey ride. Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top-notch service, and the lowest one price, only at Paul Massey. Hey, remember, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair, repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Also, whether it's a, uh, a microwave or your oven or your washing machine, 
or the dryer or a uh, dishwasher, refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. You can depend on Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember, senior citizens' discounts are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts, and labor. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096 for Ryan's Appliance Repair. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Monday. Good afternoon, one and all. Well, it's in, um, actually, the Channel 12 story was probably better. Let me, uh, let me, let me pull that up. Regarding, uh, Chief Goon and Chief. How does Alorza not show up? I mean, that is just ridiculous. Um... find um hold on folks bear with me it's john DePietro 766-1380 766-1380 you can email me john at depetro.com john at depetro.com let me find um <laughs> they have a new superintendent of providence and the speaker and uh, the mayor doesn't even go how, how, how does that happen oh i wasn't invited my god by the way, keep in mind, all the same party, right? Ramundo Democrat, he's a Democrat. I thought it's supposed to be about the kids. Isn't it about we're trying to repair the schools and it's so broken and blah, blah, blah. And boy, that journal editorial, that's a new low. It really is. And I'm usually a fan of them and support them, but that is just ridiculous. But this whole foolishness of the audit of the convention center, it's not about that. It's about the Mattiello crime family. Let me, um, hold on, I just want to find the Channel 12 story on it. The story broke on Friday afternoon, and it. Uh, I can tell you that Mattiello, Team Mattiello, they are rattled. They are big time rattled over this whole thing. And they should be, because the state police investigation uh, into this, is very, very significant, to say the least. Um, because you are going to find extortion. You are, they are, there's plenty there. All you got to do is, is uh, speak with the people that are involved, him and his right-hand goon, Sammy the Bull Montanaro. Let me, uh, I think we should have some sound here from Channel 12. They've done a very good job. Hey, it was Tim White that originally broke the story. So, let me, um, Let's see if we have that. Oh. And I'm going to play it for you right now. All right, 766-1380. Hello there, Dan. 766-1380. This is, um, and again, nothing's going to happen immediately. But just know, there's the, I believe the Ramundo knows she's got him. You can't let him get away now. He's a criminal. They have to once and for all uh, put him away and knock him out. And state police, Mattiello and his right-hand goon, Montanaro getting indicted. I think that would be enough that could knock him out of office. Target 12 investigators, the Rhode Island Convention Center's board is now asking the state police to investigate after House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello ordered an unusual audit of the organization. The board alleges the audit was retaliation because the speaker is friends with a high-level employee there who is currently the subject of a personnel investigation. Target 12 first broke news of the audit more than a week ago. And tonight, Target 12 investigator Ted Nisi has an in-depth look at the board's request. Ted? Shannon, Mike, just yesterday, Speaker Mattiello abruptly backtracked on his demand for an audit of the convention center, but the organization's leaders say they still want law enforcement to get involved. Good. 
on Friday afternoon, Rhode Island Convention Center executives sent this letter to the colonel of the Rhode Island State Police, noting they were, quote, recently threatened with an audit. They yeah. go on to request a formal investigation by the state police into the nexus of this request, the motivation behind it, and if any laws were broken in the process. Target 12 first revealed last week that House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello, Rhode Island's most powerful lawmaker, had ordered the unusual audit. The request immediately raised eyebrows around the State House because it coincided with a personnel investigation into two senior convention center executives, one of them Mattiello's friend, James Demers. What was your first reaction when you got the letter? My first reaction was that they were, it was in relationship to the what's going on with Demers and, and uh, Amanda uh, and uh, that they were reacting negatively because we had done something that they didn't agree with. Mattiello denies the Ultra. audit was an attempt to protect Demers, He's insisting lying. he was simply concerned about the facility's finances. Liar. But during an appearance on last weekend's edition of Newsmakers, the speaker also acknowledged he took an interest in his friend's situation. Did you or anyone from your office or the JCLS discuss him. the Demers matter with anyone from the convention center, the authority, or its board? Uh, I, I inquired of one person, and I was told that it was basically a personnel matter, and I had no other involvement with that. The state police and the attorney general's office had no comment today on this request for an investigation. Meanwhile, Mattiello tells Target 12 he considers the request, quote, baseless, and argues what should really concern the public is the convention center's financial performance. With the Target 12 investigators, Ted Nacy, Eyewitness News. Well, it's too late now. And now the journal, Providence Journal, by the way, uh, they're trying to, their piece in this morning's Providence Journal, Convention Center, should be audited. Somebody clearly doesn't want an audit of the Rhode Island Convention Center. Folks, it would almost be, good afternoon, Dawn. It would almost be as if Mattiello wrote this editorial that appears in the Providence Journal. It's an absolute embarrassment. They call me Mattiello. Criminal Enterprise. They call me Mattiello. Goons are us. They call me Mattiello. He's got to go. Total crime and corruption. Criminal enterprise, pay for play. I'm still mad about voting. The journal writes, a media narrative emerged that Mattiello only wanted the audit as an act of vengeance against the convention center. Petro.com had that. Folks, it's because it's all true. They call me Mattiello. Criminal enterprise. They call me Mattiello. Bring in the state police. They call me Mattiello. Goons are us. Mr. Speaker. Total thuggery. Mattiello. So crooked and dirty. Oh, he's the firewall against the progressives. Electronic truck toe. Put him in the pen. It's gonna be a sudden craze. He is such a criminal. Electronic car toe. Him and Sammy the Bull. I found to be the very next phase. They call me Mattiello. Montanaro, he's in with them thick. They call me Mattiello. Demur is part of the Mattiello crime family. They call me Mattiello. Now he's got the state police on him. And as much as as slick as he thinks he is, I'm telling you, I don't think they're going to get out of this one. I don't. And I just want to be very clear, folks. This is all a smokescreen. Don't believe any of it. I'm not, I think, I'm in no way an apologist. I don't have inside information. I know some people don't fully know what's going on. You actually have a private company that runs both. And then you have this convention center board and... I, I mean, I, I don't know all the inner workings. It's not as if they don't keep their uh, things posted online. Is there uh, people in the past accused what goes on at the convention center as like a favor factory? Is it a favor factory? Yeah, it probably is. It probably is. Do you have too many people in labor involved there? 100%. Yes, you do. But I, this comes back to if Demers is not suspended... There's no audit. They warned Mattiello. Demers is going to be suspended and then most likely fired. He hasn't been fired yet. But they warn him. He claims, and check to Petro.com, if anything happens to remember my crime family, I'm going to stick an enema up your behind. They suspend Demers. 
boom, he orders the audit. If Mattiello a while ago had said, you know, I got credible information. And in the new year, we're going to investigate what exactly is going on over there with the books. And then you go through the proper procedures. I have no problem with this. Zero. But that's not what went down. This was done for retaliation. This was done in an event of extortion. This is strong arming. And now at the state police, and I'm saying it again. Now, I was speaking to some political insiders over the weekend. And they were telling me, uh, I saw them, that Raimondo is, is, the governor is giddy over this. She despises Mattiello. And, and as much as, listen, I'm not a fan of Raimondo. Those of you that listen and watch know that. But I disagree with her on policies. But Mattiello is a criminal. He has to be removed. He and Montanaro have to be removed. This is insanity. And they have a little underling who, it's like the mob. He wants to get out, and they won't let him get out. That little weasel, Leo Skenyon. Do we have to go through all of the Mattiello scandals? There's too many. I mean, how many investigations do you have going right now? You have the federal grand jury on their doctor friend. You have the Brit money laundering trial coming up. And now you have this one. So let me ask you this. How many investigations are acceptable that the most powerful person in the state should have against him? Again, I'm no fan of Mattiello. I'm no fan, I should say, of some of the people at the convention center. Certainly not a fan of Raimondo. But you, you have to remove a criminal element. People are saying, well, what about this? Listen, whoever it is, they're not going to be the criminal that he is. This guy has to be. This is not like I think or I disagree. You can't have a pay-to-play climate. This is crazy. And that's what's going on right now. But they're nervous. And as they are starting to circle them, right, um, there's too many moving parts. Mattiello. Montanaro, Leo Skenyon, their minions, they are really nervous about this state police investigation. And, and rightfully so, because there's millions at stake with the cannabis operation. They have it rigged to make millions off of these six licenses that they want for the new, quote, you know, compassion centers. And so this follow-up with Demers potentially could jeopardize millions for Mattiello. I'm not saying he would go quietly or easily, but he has to be removed. And the way I understand it, Ramundo, they finally feel they got him. They finally feel this time he is screwed up. They got him, and now they're going to really lower the boom. And it makes no difference to me. You, you can't have a criminal. This is insanity. Um... So much time has been wasted during what should have been an economic boom of different companies coming in and so forth. This is, you know, you, you've lost the window of opportunity to try to feed off the feeding frenzy of Boston to really cash in on this. They basically, the state has missed the window of opportunity, starting with the fact of the Paw Sox telling anyone that would listen to them that they were getting shaken down by the speaker. And, and, and they were. I mean, let's, let's call it that they were. All right, 766-13. Now, folks, this is all this week. You have the Kobe Bryant coverage, right? The death of Kobe Bryant. You have the ongoing impeachment foolishness. And then next Monday is the Iowa caucus. Now, if you're a Trump supporter, what you should be excited about, new polling out right now, 2020 Democrat matchups, Iowa, Bernie Sanders, 25%. Mayor Pete. 18%. Joe Biden has fallen to 17%. People are choosing Democrat voters. Now, again, not one vote has been cast yet, but already their allegiance is shifting. If you're a moderate, they're going to Mayor Pete. And Elizabeth Warren, her campaign is basically over. That Amy Klobuchar, who is showing some movement, she's now out of Iowa because she has to be back in Washington for the impeachment. But Bernie Sanders is leading in Iowa. And communist socialist Bernie Sanders is leading in New Hampshire. The two new frontrunners, as much as Biden is leading nationwide, right, in a lot of polls, it doesn't mean anything. Bernie Sanders could end up winning Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, 
South Carolina, I don't know. I'll have to check the polls on that. Biden was strong, but Biden is falling. Biden is now third in both New Hampshire and Iowa. And Klobuchar is gaining. Elizabeth Warren is now down to 13% in New Hampshire. Senator Elizabeth Warren was at 25% in New Hampshire. Her campaign is imploding. Warren could finish fourth in Iowa. And then if she finishes fourth in New Hampshire, it is over. So Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, that campaign could be on its last legs. As much as Biden and Sanders have been the front runners, the one to watch who has not gone away is this Mayor Pete. So, but Bernie Sanders could be the nominee for the Democrat Party. And by the way, supposedly, former President Barack Obama, he may speak out about it because they recognize. I mean, Hillary Clinton is doing everything she can. Sanders can't win. The guy is a socialist. He doesn't work with anyone. None of his plans can be executed. If they start to really examine the Bernie Sanders plans, none of them could be executed. It's insanity. He, he doesn't rule out an 80% tax rate. No, no one with half a brain is going to vote for that guy. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by K's. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, stop by K's. They're waiting for you. 766-1380. A lot more ahead on this Monday. Paul Massey Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer with the area's largest selection and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. So shop Paul Massey, where every vehicle is clearly marked with our lowest one price. You're looking for a reliable oil delivery person? You want Henry Oil. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, 401 521 Zero two hundred or online at henryoil.com. And this one goes out to the third floor, the criminal enterprise. And now on their last legs. The end is near. Good afternoon and to everyone in the speaker's so office. Got a note you're monitoring the program today. Hope you're enjoying it. My friend. Just think you don't have to leave Cranston. I'm kind of scared. If you end up at the ACI. That I could lose Nothing is certain Bugs are us I've knocked A criminal's criminal On all your doors A goon's goon Sometimes you'd hide When I was in your driveway On their way to prison And more Here come the state police Much more than this Bring in the feds I did it Mattiello's way. Which means the criminal way. Regrets. Oh, I'm sure he's got a few. I've had a few. So do we. My friends who serve with bad intentions. Which would mean all of them. I push that toll bill through. Uh, the audit through. And saw it through. Yeah. Without much reflection Rhode Island Convention Center I planned Each foolish course Boy are they nervous And stepped on toes Here come the state police My way or the highway Mundo wants him out And more Much more than this I did it Matty all right, folks, it's John DePietro. We're back tomorrow at 11. John Dion is next. WNRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.